Hey there, Quiet Rebel. So before we jump into today's episode, I'm super excited to let you know that this is brought to you by my Sustainable Visibility Incubator, which is now open for early bird applications. In a nutshell, this is the only high-touch visibility mentorship of its kind for six months that actually views visibility through the lens of potential trauma. Because here's the thing. Visibility may seem simple on the surface, only if we follow the do this, do that strategy. But for those of us who have had lived experiences that make being seen a threat, could put us in danger, then of course, there's a reason why you aren't showing up. And it's for reasons that are not your fault. So if you're ever told that you just need to put yourself out there more, or you just need to keep pushing or jump before you're ready, this is the place where we honor the exact opposite. Or we expand your safety zone and help you become aware of why someplace feels safe to you and how we can work with you, not against you. So if like me, you are an introvert, a highly sensitive person, an empath, and you identify as a woman, and by women, by the way, I mean anyone who has had lived experiences or has ever identified as one. This could be for you. So if you really want to learn how you can expand your reach, grow your business by honoring what works for you, I would love to have a conversation with you. So in order to do that, you can either send in a written application with the link in the show notes, or you can book directly onto my calendar with an application call. Both routes will require a call at the end of the day, but it depends on whichever you prefer first, because ultimately we need to make sure if we are a mutual fit to work together for the long haul, because this work gets pretty intimate and sometimes vulnerable. And so I just want to make sure that you feel truly safe to do this work with me. So again, all you need to do is head to the link in the show notes to find out more. Okay, now back to the show. Hello, my lovelies. This is May Kay Sang, your podcast guesting strategist and mentor, cat lover, and the proud host of the Quiet Rebels podcast. This is the place for experts on the rise who are finally ready to stop playing small and to start showing up as the leader they've always been. And contrary to what you might think, you don't have to be the loudest person in the room in order to be heard. You've always been the type to see things differently, and you've always chosen another pathway if the one laid out in front of you just doesn't align with your way of life. You're not alone in this. So to help you on your journey, I'm bringing conscious conversations to the table with myself and guest experts who will help you with the inner work that needs to be done in order to make a positive impact on the world with what you do. I see you. And now it's time to hear you, my friend. So please welcome to The Quiet Rebellion. Hey there, Quiet Rebel. So I'm super excited for today's episode and the next few episodes in the month of September 2021. And the reason why is because They are slightly shorter solo episodes and they're on thoughts that have just been brewing in my mind for the last couple of months. And these things have always been important, you know, but I just feel like it becomes an afterthought 
and it's going to make so much sense when I actually get into the topics. And today I'm going to be starting off with thoughts on creating safe spaces for your clients. Now, I made sure to not call this episode how to, because everyone's ideas of safe is very different. And so I just want to share some thoughts on how this term is being used and how we can misrepresent it and how we can do our part to ensure that we are in fact creating a safe space for our clients and customers. The first thing that comes to mind is the fact that safe spaces aren't just something that you say, it's something that you uphold, you know? I've always heard the phrase growing up, oh, you should really walk your talk. And so that's why anything and everything that I put out in my business, I have done everything I can. And I'm sure there's obviously room for improvement, but I've done as much as I can for that moment in time to deliver on the promise that I've shared. And safe spaces are such a beautiful thing. But the reason why I've decided to dedicate an episode to this is because I see how much this term is thrown around the industry these days. It's the same with some beautiful words that have just almost kind of diluted in their meaning because they've been overused. Words like vulnerability and authenticity. I almost feel that safe space is being swept up in the emotions there. And it's because there is so much emphasis on a place being safe, but there isn't much description or explanation or elaboration around how that place is safe. So I really just want to share how I've tried to do this in my own programs, like the Sustainable Visibility Incubator, as you heard in the beginning especially if you're doing very vulnerable, intimate work with your clients. So a safe space isn't just a place where someone is comfortable sharing, but it's actually knowing when someone may be sharing something that could trigger themselves, you, or other people as well. So it's not just about having a place where someone can just openly process everything, but it's knowing when to step in should a place no longer be safe for others who are in it as well. So it's definitely a multi-layered concept. It's not just about the person feeling safe, but everyone around who's witnessing them, holding them, guiding them, also feel that. Because I've personally witnessed and I've heard stories from various groups when someone has shared, the person who was facilitating pushed that share more and more out of their own curiosity and not knowing that by doing that was overstepping their safety boundary. And suddenly that person who was very comfortable sharing at that point actually started to shrink because they didn't know where the bounds were of when a place suddenly felt safe and then quickly switched to not being so safe. So that's why, especially if you're a facilitator of any group or any person, if you work one-on-one, it's important to know that your curiosity is important, 
but as knowing where the line is for that specific person. Knowing those things around your clients is really what's going to help because a space isn't just upheld in regards to safety from you alone. It's a collective agreement to co-create the space together. And in order to do that, we need to be able to tell them why it's so important for them. So that's an initial thought there. My second thought that comes to mind was a story that I heard from someone who I know very dearly. And they shared with me how they loved being a part of a certain mastermind. And it wasn't that the mastermind changed. But the enrollment of the mastermind shifted from being a closed cohort to being open enrollment. And so that naturally meant that, yes, of course, the business owners were able to sign on more people outside of a specific launch period. But my question was, was the cost worth it? Because what happened is that my dear friend who told me this was the fact that there were some very intimate things shared in previous hot seat type calls. But things tend to get a bit more intimate and sometimes sensitive information is shared. And suddenly, they find out that that very recording was suddenly accessible to everyone new who joined. And they did not give their consent for that. So, makes sense from a business model perspective but it can cause a lot of harm if those involved haven't been given the opportunity to provide their consent for various information to be shared with people who they have not even met yet. I myself was thinking of shifting to an open enrollment model, but there were various reasons why I chose not to, at least not at this time, and maybe not ever, if I'm quite honest. And that's for these two reasons. Number one is the fact that I like taking my cohorts through a specific flow because there is that balance between the flow of content that I've set, but also the coaching element allows me to meet them where they're at. But it's nice to be able to have that plan that everyone is on the same page with. That's number one reason. And the second reason is because of this, because this time I've decided to open two pods. Originally, I only had one pod for the first round of the Sustainable Visibility Incubator, but this time I chose to open two. And the reason why I chose to do that was because of time zone inclusivity, which I will talk more about in a episode in the next couple of weeks as well. But in a nutshell, I wanted to make sure to cater towards different time zones. And so for that reason, there are separate pods. And so in my system, I personally use Kajabi at this point. I've had to duplicate the members area so that individual recordings are uploaded to specific pods. That helps them. 
to know that any information they've shared is only shared with their cohort. But an additional layer that I've recently added for the first time, and I want to give a shout out to my mentor, Lisa Kuzman, who is currently training me to be certified in trauma-sensitive leadership. And something that she's chosen to do is various Q&A calls that she has for the program. She doesn't record them. And her reasoning is something that feels very aligned with me. And that is the fact that when something isn't recorded, people often feel more comfortable and safe to share. So that is why every time I start a call, before I hit record or just as I've hit record because they know all calls are recorded, I do say if for any reason you feel uncomfortable with sharing something outside of this current group dynamic, please let me know and I'll hit pause on the recording and only resume when you feel comfortable to do so. So there we've been able to meet halfway to still have recorded content for those to view who weren't able to make it live, but also honoring those who showed up live as well. Because again, various social dynamics will shift the degree of trust depending on how each member responds to each other. And these are just some thoughts around creating safe spaces. How can you make someone feel comfortable and safe to share with you? And knowing your role, when to step in, and when to know something's outside of your personal scope and when to refer outwards. Because believe you me, (laughs) there have been times in this program where I knew that I could not take my clients through the next step without it coming out of my scope. So I knew that I had to refer them outwards to someone else. And I had to ask myself, what did I make that mean about me? Did did I make it mean as if I'm not adequate to help someone through this thing that's come up for them? But when I had took a step back even further, I realized, no, that's not true. There are natural limitations to anyone's scope in business and in life even. And it's responsible to know where your scope ends and when someone else's begins. So for that reason, over the next three years, starting 2022, I actually will be training to be a psychotherapeutic counsellor. That, combined with my trauma-sensitive leadership certification for coaches, I feel that there will be that time when that scope expands. But until that does, I need to know where mine ends and someone else's begins. And I really hope that if you're listening to this right now, that you consider what your scopes are. Because it doesn't mean that you're inadequate. It just means that you're taking responsibility for knowing when going beyond a place may actually do more harm than good. So my lovely, these are some lingering thoughts I've had around creating safe spaces and I would love to hear what you think about this too. Do you have some experiences around safe spaces that you would love to replicate in your own business that you've experienced firsthand? Do you have some thoughts around what I've shared here? Or do you have some new ideas that you want to try out? 
Either way, I would love to hear from you. So please do connect with me on Instagram if you haven't done so already. And let me know what you thought of this episode and anything that's come up for you, anything you'd like to share, because this is definitely a conversation that deserves continuing. So I'll head, I'll put that in my show notes as well, um, my Instagram handle, because I do respond mostly on Instagram. <laughs> and so I really hope that you join me for this conversation, because I know for sure this is not where it ends. It's where it's going to start and where it's going to continue. So I hope to hear from you in my DMs or on the comments on, you know, when I reveal this uh, podcast episode on Instagram, my feed and stuff. I really invite you to have this conversation with me because I would love to know and expand my awareness of what safety means for other people as well. So thank you so, so much for tuning in for the slightly shorter solo episode today. And I hope you look forward to these next little mini series or some lingering thoughts on how we can really know better so we can do better in online business. So thank you so much. And I shall see you slash hear you on the next episode. Bye for now.